This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, great to be with you far, wide, now I was going to say nationwide, I can't rhyme ride wide with wide, I can't, cut the commercial, we'll, 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 we'll pick it up again, edit that out, we'll edit that out, let's not air this part live. Ride with, uh, you know it's going to be happening, it's not going to be content that's dried? <sighs> that's too many words. Okay, fair enough. You got it. You got to be quick. You got to be. Oh, I can. I I, I can be quick. You know. What I, I would. Mean? T- I can... I, you know what I was just about to do? That I here's. You want to know a Bart fun fact? Should we open the hour with a Bart fun fact? Let's do it. Bart Winkler fun fact. Who wants a Bart Winkler fun fact? You're like, who is this guy? Even I don't even know. Why is he giving me facts? I cannot snap my fingers. Ah, and my theory is true because whenever I say that, the person I always say it to immediately snaps their fingers. I just think you're. BSing us. I think you can. I can't snap my fingers. I don't know how. And you, next, you're going to tell us you can't whistle, right? Oh no, no, I can whistle. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, which is always a follow-up question too. I've had this convers. I've had the same conversation <laughs> a thousand times in my life. I say I can't snap, and then the person snaps, and they say you really can't snap. I say I really can't snap, and then they say, "Can you whistle?" And I say, "Yes, I can whistle." And then we whistle while we work. No, I can't. I can't snap. I don't know how. Can you I never um, learn? Can you clap? Can I clap? Yeah. What What do I do? Just take my left hand and my right hand and put it together? Well, that sounds as sophomoric as not being able to snap. Like, I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not trying to be insulting here. You you really can't snap? No, I don't know how to snap. Ew. And when I, like, put my fingers together, you're just, it's, like, gross. You're obviously, you're obviously, you're obviously just messing with us. You, I, I, Far, you know how to snap. Come on. 100% not messing, cannot snap. If you said Bart. Everyone you love is going to die if you don't snap right now. Then I will have a lot of funerals to attend. Oh, that sucks, man. Well, listen. The next time you come to New York, um, I promise you, I will do my best to teach you how to snap. It is, it is, Bart. It's as easy as tying your shoe. I don't even want to. Just like when I see people put their fingers together, it's like, ugh, ugh, just it's like, ugh. I don't want to. So you weren't doing the Johnny Manziel ten years ago, then. I can't. Okay, gotcha. Well, no, Johnny Manziel was just like putting his fingers together whenever he would make a, a legitimate play. Oh, yeah, no, I can do that. I can rub my, yeah, I can rub, I can do that. If you can do that, you can snap. 
I can't. I, I cannot do it. No, I no no no. First of all, you. I want you to change that language, Bart. You can't snap for the time being. You're gonna be. Oh, okay. You're gonna be able to snap. All right. Thank you. I, okay. I'll, all right. Eight five five two. Do we like the Bart Winkler fun fact? Was that was that fun? That was a sad Bart Winkler fact. Was that, that fun to that learn? Wasn't a fun fact. Um, has any has any sports radio host ever said those words? I don't think ever in the world. I don't think any talk radio host. Am I, has am ever I the said first? Yes. To admit this. Yes. Am I the only one who can't do it? I guarantee you, the callers we have on this line right now, there is not one of them that will tell you they can't snap. Well, I, can't I think snap. I think I think you're just testing us to see how gullible we are personally. But that's just me. Uh, it would sound like something I would do, but that's a very specific thing to say. <laughs> and then, and then you'd have a retort like that. That's how I know you're messing with us. No, I cannot snap. I'm telling you, right, I right. cannot do it. You're right. I don't know how to cross the street without holding a hand. You're right, Chef. I cannot do it. Okay. I I, I wish I could. Um, I can't do it. Eight five five. Like if I like like if I had to save the universe from Thanos because he snapped everyone into exist out of existence. I couldn't bring him back. Could not bring him back. 855-212-4227. Uh, ben John- Watch this. Ben Johnson made what felt like a snap decision when he decided to stay with the command or with the Lions and not take the job <laughs> for the Washington Commanders. See, you like even that? You thought he was going Commanders with that Freudian slip. I did. Well, how is he not? Oh. It's a good job. Oh. The Commanders job. If, if we solve anything tonight, let's just let's just solve that. It is a much better job than it is perceived as. You can argue and debate and take your side. I feel like it's better than the Chargers' just, job. Just, just, I think the Chargers' job was stinky. Just very quickly, Bart, remember, this is not a 57-year-old offensive coordinator. This is a 37-year-old offensive coordinator. So he's not even old enough to remember the days of Joe Gibbs. Now, now if he were 57, he would Not remember. even the second iteration of Joe Gibbs? Well, we're talking about a, a team with Clinton Portis that at best got past the first round once. So, Does he remember Steve Spurrier at least? Well, that was a disaster. That was a, Steve Spurrier in the NFL was a disaster. That never worked. That didn't come close to working. Gruden didn't come close to working in Washington. Um, Shanahan had one good year with RG3, and then he ruined his career. And then Jay Gruden put a a, a nail in the coffin for RG3. It's been a disaster for Washington the last 30 years. We all know this. Outside, You know, that that last Super Bowl. But that was all under Dan Snyder, and now it's a brand new day. Right, but when people think of Washington, they – and, I, and I, I, listen, I respect people that I think of Doug Williams. I think of Joe Theismann. I think of the Hogs. Bart, but that's but but that's that's somebody talking who is nearly 40 years old, that when you were young, they were winning three Super Bowls. I, I get all that with Rippian and, and Doug Williams and Theismann on the first one, and, and Doug Williams had one of the all-time great Super Bowl performances. But that's not what people younger than 40 think of when it comes to Washington. Well, I'm trying to enlighten them. It's a good job. You got new ownership, getting a new stadium, got a lot of cap room, got the second pick, five picks in the first uh, 100, did someone say? It's a good job. Let's get to Daniel in Chicago. He's got a good job. He's driving people around all night, keeping them safe in that Uber of his. Daniel, what's up? Oh, Mr. Bax, how are you? How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man of respect. Yes. You know, I want to let you know there's a reason why, you know, the only person that knows Ben Johnson, there's a reason why he doesn't go. It's only him, you know, because he knows, you know, sometimes, you know, some offensive coordinators, they're good on coordinators, but not good on coaching. So he knows himself. He said, I don't want to go now. I don't want to mess up my life. So just let me stay here, do it again. 
So maybe next year he's going to get, he's going to have that confidence. He doesn't have the confidence yet to be the head coach. He may be good on offensive coordinator, but not on the coach. That's why he didn't go. Well, that would be a very rare thing to do in the NFL because a lot of times, like there's been a lot of people who were not ready and maybe never should have been a coach that still took that job because of how few of them they are. But if Ben Johnson thinks, hey, this isn't my time, I'm not ready, even though I can have this opportunity, I want to respect the organization that I would go to, I want to respect myself and still give myself what I know I'm good at as being an offensive coordinator, that would literally be the first time it's ever happened in this league, and then I would have to commend him for that. Yeah, that's. I think that's what – think about – uh, what's his name? This guy that went from uh, um, New England, I forgot his name, New England to coach uh, New York Jets. He messed up. Uh, the, uh, he went to uh, uh, Dallas. He messed up. I said, offensive coordinator. But most of these offensive coordinators, they may be good, but they may not be ready for the coach, being a coach. So I, co- I, I commend him for that. That's, that's, this, that's the reason why he didn't go. So you're going to see by next year, He's going to make the move. Now he's going to have the confidence that got everything set now. Right? Well, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I guess we will see. Hey, uh, his life is a mystery. We don't know how it's going to play out. But right. I guess That's we right. will find out. All right. Mm. I have a better proverb right. for that. But yes, right. All right, Daniel. Thanks, yes. man. Okay. Thank you. Daniel, Chicago. Out on the roads there tonight. Robert's in Annapolis. Hey, hey, Robert. Hey, I'm of German descent, and when I was 40 years younger, uh, Shep was exactly correct. Uh, I was a looker. Now, uh, well, I will say to that during the last commercial, I was uh, googling attractive German women. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the women. <laughs> okay, tough crowd. You got to go. You got to go Hispanic for the women. Anyhow, on Ben Johnson, oh, okay. he actually already checked the Bardo meter. And he saw where Sam Howell was ranked, and he said, no thank you to that job. Oh, I know, but they're getting a number two guy in the draft. Oh, come on. This stuff of all this talk. First of all, Washington isn't close to getting a new stadium. I'm here in Annapolis. I know what's going on over there. Uh, they, they, on their roster, they have maybe four or five bona fide starting players. Uh, you know, they're not close to being where uh, Johnson just thinks he's going to get a better offer next year. Just think of the jobs that may open up. Now, Shep suggested that I comment on Ravens going forward. I hadn't planned on doing that, but I came up with this. Let's let's uh, promote John Harbaugh up to the front office somewhere and hire Mike McDonald as our head coach so we can keep him here. And let me close with this. I don't know if you can remember the show in Living Color back in the 90s. Great but show. As they say, two snaps up. <laughs> yeah, great show. Jennifer Lopez got her start as a fly girl yeah. on that show. Robert, thanks for the call. Obviously, all the weigh-ins. Tommy Davidson, David Allen Greer, Jim Carrey. Uh, very good show. The, Jamie Foxx, was he on that show? Definitely, he definitely was. I mean, every single Wayne's Wayne's family member was on that show. Uh, Tommy Davidson. Uh, hey, hey you, you're, you're telling callers what to say now? What was that? What was that? No, 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 no. I'm doing a great job being your teammate. You said to me, 
And I think you said this on the air. You know, you were you were loving Ben Johnson conversation, but enough was enough. You wanted to move on. So people wanted to continue to talk about Ben Johnson. Oh. So what I said was, Robert, go with something else. All uh, right. If, if, you know, if the conversation gets around to it, you can intertwine Ben Johnson. I trust you to use your judgment. And that's all that conversation was about. Oh, okay. That, okay. All right. Yeah, I was that's doing good. my job. Okay. That's good. That's good. I think yeah. so. That's good. That's good. Okay. Just checking. Just, just checking. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. So let's see what you told Nick in Maryland to say. Hey, Nick. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for taking hey. my call. You got a great show. I got a couple questions. Hang with me for a minute. Did you think that Love was going to score a comeback touchdown for us to win in the game against San Francisco? Did you think he had it to come back and win? Did you think we were going to win? What I thought in the moment was that they would get themselves in field goal position. Yes. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. I was hopeful. He has come a long way from the beginning of the season. but I And then he sure made he the that. decision that he never made at any time. That was the, that was the actual worst decision he made all season. He had right, not made right. a decision that bad all year, and he made it right. with his last pass of the game. That's what's so disappointing um, to see okay, that so, in him. So with, with that being said, Purdy's done it twice. From a long way off, he's come back. You got to give Purdy credit for that kind of comeback in two playoff games. So I don't know why everybody's not giving him as much credit as maybe he should, because it's not easy to come back under pressure, no matter how much luck's involved or how many things go your way. He still brought two teams back, two games back against two pretty good teams who were feeling it. That's why I give a little edge to the 49ers, but I would never bet against Mahomes. I did have Mahomes against Baltimore, by the way, but I just I think I'm gonna sit this one out and enjoy the game. Yeah, and here's the thing about that, Nick. Here's what like uh I go back and forth on when talking about Brock Purdy is if you say, and we're gonna find out what the Bartometer says. It's coming back on Thursday. We're gonna try to figure out who the top quarterbacks are in this league, but if you say who are some quarterbacks you'd rather have starting next year rather than Brock Purdy? I think I would come up with a lot of them. I think I, I think I would come up with a good handful. And then if somebody's taking Brock Purdy, they would say, well, I'm going to take him because what does he do? He wins. He knows how to win. And then I think to myself, I think self, what's more important than that? Like, yeah, there's a lot of guys that could get me, 4,200 yards, but they're 500. Or there's a lot of guys that could get me, you know, 29, 35 touchdowns, but they lose in the first game of the playoffs. Brock Purdy wins. And so all of this stuff that we're saying about Brock Purdy, all of this stuff that I'm saying about Brock Purdy, like the, the big comeback is he wins. And there is nothing I have as a response to that. There is nothing because even though I can say and compare him to different quarterbacks and say, this guy does that thing better. This guy does that thing better. And I can keep going and I can go as long as I want, as long as I want to keep the conversation going, but who wins? And right now Brock Purdy is one. Now they did not get to a Super Bowl last year because of the injury. So this is really going to get put to the test. If he wins the Super Bowl, I mean, he, all he does is win and he had a bad first half. He had a bad first half. And in the second half, he had, all right, you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to read this. I'm going to read these stats. 
because I saw this today, and I thought, oh my god, how do you, how do you, how do you argue against this? Brock Purdy in the second half. Ready? He threw for 150 more yards. He rushed for 45 or more yards with an average of at least 10 yards a rush. He completed 80% of his passes and had zero turnovers. So this is a guy who in the second half of the game threw for more than 150 yards, rushed for more than 45 yards, averaging more than 10 yards a rush, completed 80% of his passes, and had zero turnovers. No other quarterback's ever had that kind of half in 30 years, regular season or postgame or whatever. And there's been a lot of games in those 30 years. So you look at something like that, and then you think, like, if you look at the stats, and if you're arguing stats with me, then I'm probably going to lose. If you're going to argue Brock Purdy's stats with me, I'm probably going to lose because he had a great year statistically. And how do you how do you argue against those stats? And then I'm going to say, interesting stats, um, 52 of those yards were on a pass that he threw off a Detroit Lions head. So uh, another 34 of those yards were when he should have been sacked and then and then wasn't. So I'm I'm looking at eye test here. And then you can come back with eye test and say, well, but the guy like had some big third down scrambles and made some big first downs and put them in a position to win and then and then they won. And then I would say ah, like that that that's how it's going right now. That that's how it's going. I do not think Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback. I don't know that he I don't think he's a great quarterback. I'm at above average uh to good. I don't know. I, I don't know that he does this on other teams. Bart, just for clarification. But it doesn't matter because he's on this team and he wins. Yes, Chef. Well, who who is so what qualifies as elite and who is elite in your opinion? Because that's fair to say he's not elite, but he's still one of the upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. But there's very few that would qualify as elite, I would venture to say in your description, correct? Like, it's, it's yeah. not an insult to not be elite. I, I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. We'll see what the Bartometer says, but oh, I, don't, no. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Oh, Bartometer, I hope you make up for that opinion. Oof. I, I mean, but then again, how can, I, how can I say that when all he does is win? So then, Thank you. So then if I say <laughs> that he's not a top 10 quarterback, I'm basically saying... The winning doesn't matter. And this is this is the internal kind of discussion that a lot of people are trying to figure out. I think a lot of the conversation around it gets sloppy because no one is as thoughtful and nuanced and humble as me. <laughs> okay? But, Bart, it's not just that he's winning. It's he specifically is as much responsible as anybody else for them winning in the biggest moments of each playoff game. You but can't. I would argue with I would argue with you yep. if Jared Goff was the quarterback of the Niners and Brock Purdy was the quarterback of the Lions, the Niners are winning that game by twenty points. Well, I would also counter that and say Jared Goff is easily. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but if you look at how he is as a quarterback, as a pocket passer, and an underrated mobility, there is no question that that guy is also a top ten quarterback, and he's had seven years more experience than Brock Purdy. I just think if you swap the quarterbacks, the, the Lions get destroyed. 
But right, but that, but that, but that's not. And any... they're not missing those fourth downs because it's off Josh Reynolds' hands. <laughs> they're missing those fourth downs. They actually wouldn't miss those fourth downs because it would go off a Niners helmet and then somehow into Josh Reynolds. He would catch it like in between his groin. I'll tell you this much, Bart. I, I, lo- I love Jared Goff. I think he is criminally underrated, but I would also venture to say he's not making those clutch runs that Brock Purdy is making in that fourth quarter against the Lions. Well, that's another big part of it, and right. that angers me. That, that, that starts to anger me is because, yes, he is very good with his legs, and I don't think as good with his arm. But there's been a hundred quarterbacks like that, and we never we never give him the benefit of the doubt. And then Brock Purdy comes along and does it, and suddenly he's the greatest thing that we've ever seen yeah, in our life. Right. I mean, outside of Steve Young, Randall Cunningham, Michael Vick, RG three, Josh Allen, we never give running quarterbacks any credit. You're right. Thank you. Outside of those guys, you're right. Yes, thank you. We ne- we never gave Tim Tebow the credit he deserved. Bart, come on. <laughs> Tim Tim Tebow wasn't a top ten quarterback on his own team, even when he was starting in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, you might be right on that one. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. It's time for the Defensive Player of the Week. It's brought to you by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the armed forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. The Defensive Player of the Week honors will go to Legereus Sneed of the Kansas City Chiefs. He had five tackles in the game against the Ravens, but it was this play that he made that was the difference in the Chiefs' win over Baltimore. To the right side, back to throw is Lamar Jackson. Over the middle, caught by Zay Flowers, and lunges for the end zone. They're going to say the ball's out. They're going to say the ball is out in the end zone. The Chiefs think they have the ball in the end zone. No official has been given yet. They're going to say a touchback. The Chiefs recover the ball in the end zone. Chiefs Radio Network, and that is why you always play until the end of the play. A great example, a great teaching moment, a great defensive moment. He is our defensive player of the week. Thanks to our friends at NavyFederal.org. I believe uh, we have a trophy for him that we will be sending to him uh, relatively soon. So, Legereus, check your check your fan mail. You got a trophy coming from the Bart Winkler Show. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Let's... Uh, I didn't mean to step into this again tonight. Let's get to, uh, I'm going to go to 100 in Atlanta. What's happening? 100? What's up? What's up, man? I got to keep it 100 with you, man, because you're not being 100 with the football nation people, guys. There's no way that you're saying Brock Purdy is not a top-tier quarterback. Let me just let me just ask you something. What Josh Allen meant? He at home, ain't he? I'm pretty sure you think he's top 10, but he's at home. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I, I was pretty sure, thank you. He's top 10, too, ain't he? Yeah, he's at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Prescott, maybe, maybe not, but, you know, statistically-wise, yeah, he's at home. 
uh, Jordan Love. Mm. Statistically wise, yes, he's at home. This guy's only been in the NFL two years. He's the last pick. Nobody said he was nothing. He's just the last pick of the draft. And everybody's like, hey, in a word, just because he plays with the Niners. No way. If it would have worked, Trey Lance would have worked out. Nick Mullins would have worked out. We were trash. And you just disrespect the dude like that? That's just crazy, man. You know what I will say to that? First of all, for, 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 okay, so this is what this is what this is what I want to say to what you said, which I agree with. Like I that's that's the art that's that's the thing. I look at him, I uh watched him throughout the season, I got to the point where I thought, all right, this guy's a good quarterback. And then in the playoffs, he actually looks worse than he did in the regular season to me. Yeah, I I think yeah, I mean he's throwing interceptions that aren't being caught at, at vital but you times. Know what? He makes but, up for it though. But he he's winning. He's winning. I just this is this is this is this is where I, this is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. It wasn't what eight years ago, nine years ago, where I saw this is very this is very similar to me. I am a Packers fan. Yes, okay, I am. And about oh, nine years you. ago, we yeah, yeah, I know. Cheese. I, 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 I eat a lot of cheese. I eat shredded cheese right out of the fridge. I either eat it over the sink or the garbage can to eliminate a mess. But I saw a quarterback slice my team doing a lot more on the ground than he did through the air. And then I was being told for a whole offseason that he might be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And then he had like four wins the next year in Colin Kaepernick. I've seen this happen already. I've seen a Niner get anointed to be the greatest quarterback ever, two and then he was not. Two yes. years in a row, NFC Championship game. This ain't just little. This ain't the 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 NFC South. Now we playing in now. This this NFC West. This big boy football over here. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, he ain't playing no scraps. You know what I'm saying? Like we have Yeah, those Arizona Cardinals home. almost got you the second time. Oh man, hey, a day clock gonna be right twice a day. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. You can't you can't do that to that man. Look, look, look where he came from. Like he literally came off the bench from like nowhere, right? And it's it's quarterback. Look at what's your boy. I know y'all love him. I know everybody in the world thinks he's a top ten quarterback. He's so empty calories, and his name is Justin Herbert, aka empty calories. He don't do nothing. Brock Purdy. That is a great nickname for him, by the way. That is great. I really like that. Hey, don't my name one hundred now? Don't hey, make sure you say that. Shout out to my boy one hundred on empty calories for Justin Herbert. Okay, (laughs) but he's gonna be good now because they picked up uh, John Harbaugh. So. You know what I mean? But he don't do nothing Purdy does. You feel me? Like, he has all the tools, right? Yeah. It, see, y'all don't like the way it looks. See, that's what happened with Lamar. Everybody don't like the way it looks. When you're in playoff football, if we're really playing football, it don't matter how you get the W. We trying to get to the Super Bowl. I would say, well, hey, game. 100, good to talk to you. I will, I will always credit you if I ever say empty calories on Justin Herbert. All right, man, not a game. Bye-bye. That's 100 in Atlanta. I would go so far to say that if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, 
It will be the worst thing that ever happened to the NFL. I mean, it would be terrible. Because then we're because then because then we're just going to think that quarterbacks that run that uh, are average decision makers are MVPs, and it's going to be awful. <sighs> Adams in Toronto. Hey, Adam. Hey, Bart. Thanks for taking my call, man. I mean, no offense to 100 in Atlanta, but I could easily rip off 10, 11 quarterbacks that are better than Brock Purdy. Like, please, man. Like. He's talking about empty calories of Herbert. I love the name, by the way, because it's true. But if Herbert's on that team, man, with that coach and that roster, they're 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 going seventeen and zero, man. So, I mean, I could easily rip off ten to eleven quarterback. I'm sure nobody wants to hear me do that, but like Brock Purdy is in that twelve to thirteen range. I mean, he's he's almost like Derek Carr, slightly better Derek Carr. You know, Derek Carr in his prime with the Raiders when he was good, but the team around him sucked. But yeah, he's not a he's not a top end quarterback. So I look forward to your Bardo meter list because I just I I don't think he's. What top if the Bardo meter? Um, what if the Bardo meter puts Brock Purdy in the top ten? I mean, then I would be calling you a hypocrite because you've been kind of trash. But again, I am not the Bardo meter. You're not the Bardo meter. No, it's just my machine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the Bardolytics will say that. Okay, that's fine then. That that makes yeah. complete sense then. Okay. Okay, Good. thank you for clarifying. I will have I will uh, have to continue to clear that up. I I do understand it's confusing, but I will clear that up. Yes. No, thank. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I'll say one thing about Ben Johnson is that I'm happy as a Bills fan because when Sean McDermott pisses away another year of prime Josh Allen, Ben Johnson will be right there in the in the <laughs> waiting room. Um, so that's great. Twenty twenty five Bills are Super Bowl champions. Wonderful. Um. So Roger Goodell actually came up to Toronto and gave me the uh, the NFL Super Bowl script. So I'm going to read it out to you right now. Oh, so okay. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. Are you sure you don't want to like, like sell it to everybody, or you're just going to give it to no, us? I'd rather I'd rather you have it because you're a good guy and Chef's a good guy, and I, I just you know what I think you guys deserve to have it. And so CBS Sports Radio listeners deserve to hear this. So. Um, the Chiefs, who are great in the first half and can't score in the second half, are going to go up, you know, 17, I want to say 17-3. And, and Brock Purdy's going to stink in the first half, like he has been the last however many games. And then the Niners, because they're a great team, super team, uh, with a middle, mid-quarterback, mid are going to slowly come back because the Chiefs can't score in the second half. Now, we, we remember that, right? So it's going to be 17, you know, 17 side. They're probably going to tie it, actually, you know. I know I'm saying probably I have the script right in front of me. I shouldn't say probably. They're going to tie it. Then, in the fourth quarter, in the dying minutes, Pat Mahomes is going to go play action, and he's going to throw to Travis Kels. Kels is going to run in the end zone. Um, and the game is going to be over, and Taylor Swift's going to come running on the field, and he's going to propose the Super Bowl ring. So, um, I hope you all enjoy. What Taylor Swift's going to propose to Travis Kelsey? Or Travis, I said that backwards. Travis Kelsey. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 2024. Anyone can ask anyone a question. That's right. You know what, Bart? You are 100% right. It is 2024. Anything's possible. So, no, Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor with the Super Bowl ring. But, no, in all seriousness, no, I I do think the Chiefs are going to win by a slight margin. I don't know why they're dogs in this game. It doesn't make sense to me. But um, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a great game. Well, I hope it's not. I hope it's a blowout, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. you know what? I got things to do. Ask the Bardo meter. Ask the Bardo. <laughs> you got things to do. So do I, man. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate I got you, things Bart. to do. Thank yep. you. All right. See ya, Adam. 855 212 4227. 
855-212-4CBS. Let me uh, squeeze in George in Georgia here. The analytics say that we can take another call. Hey, George. I feel cheated because I have so much to say from the sound of this. I would not have time to say it all. You will have, I think, a decent amount of time. Okay. I did not want to go into what I'm about to go into first. I have to go back into that little tirade you went into before the last commercial. You were talking about all the what ifs that happened with the Detroit game. What if Tom Brady don't have the tuck rule? Oh, that is such a good what if. That is such a good what if. He ain't stealing Greg Olson's job next year, that's for sure. He ends up playing in nine Super Bowls as opposed to ten. Great great point, guys. No, no, no. No, he don't win his first Super Bowl. Yeah, and then Drew Bledsoe's back, and then he stinks, and then they go to Brady, but he's not good, so then they keep swapping quarterbacks, and then Belichick gets run out of town. Yep. I'm with you. So let's not get into the if things. Now, okay, if you were talking about the coaching carousel, all right, I guarantee you, that uh, if the quarter, if the offensive coordinator for the uh, for the Lions would have got the same type of contract that the coach for the Carolina Panthers got six years, he would be the coach of the Commanders. But I promise you, Washington did not offer him no more than four years of the contract. And he looked at that situation. He was like, "Hades, no." Yeah, I it could have come down you. to guaranteed years for sure. And, I, and and let me tell you something about Arthur Blake in Atlanta. From what I've seen with Arthur Blake, he's the person who wants to hear what he wants to hear. Uh, the, the last two coaches he hired told him what he wanted to hear, that it was basically the other guy's fault for not winning with the roster he had. They had. And so and he basically said that A.J. Smith told him that the roster that that uh, Dan Quinn had was ready to peak right now. And that's the primary reason he got the job. The Falcons, to me, were the most overrated. And, and that doesn't really say something when you can say that a 7-10 and 10 team is overrated. But that was the most overrated team, a 7-10 team ever. You got two, their last, other than the running back, the two first-round picks from the last two are very, are very overrated. To me, Cal Pitts is a whole lot of speed, a whole lot of muscles, but not a good football player. The same for the wide receiver, Drake London. And I think, I guarantee you, uh, Bill Belichick came in and told uh, Arthur Blake that, and then the, you know, the guy, the Rod, the, Rod, the McKay's and all these yep, other people. Rich McKay, yep. Went back into uh, all the ways and said, hey, man, don't listen to that. You know, we got a team right now ready. And then when you look at all of the holdover that uh, Raheem Mars is keeping, I can see how that happened right now. Raheem Mars is uh, agreeing with everything that that they was, Rob McKay was saying. He said, hey, I'm going to keep half the staff if you want it. And so they don't have to be paying out all those other contracts. Money to guys are not going to be – Coaching anymore. That how Raheem Morris got the and I, and, the, and to Raheem Morris credit. I think so. You think a lot of it's about money? It came down to like money and paying these guys. I think it came down to Arthur Blake here and what he wanted to hear. Because there was, it really team, looked like uh, George. Thanks, team. thanks for the call, George. It really looked like um, 
Blank wanted Belichick, and then and then other people kind of convinced him off of that. So I think Raheem Morris is a good get, though. I, I think they'll be in good hands with him. All right, let's get the latest. Everything that went down, I believe the NBA slate is clean for the night. I believe we are good and wrapped up nice and tight. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. Gather one, gather all. It's the Bart Winkler Show, an all-inclusive listening experience from that side of the continent to the other side. And if you can somehow... Patch us in, in a different part of this globe, maybe even beyond. Who knows, light years from now, where these sound waves will be emitted to. What future colonies and civilizations will listen back when Brock Purdy has won his ninth Super Bowl. And this is the show that they get. 40,000 years, light years from now, and they'll think, who was this idiot that America let on the radio? It was me. Berto's in Chicago. What's up, Berto? Hello, Bart. Hey. So, question is, Brock Purdy, his eliteness, would it be questioned had he been second or third round pick, will we be having this conversation? Top 10. I, I think that's a great question. Um, I feel like there might be more criticism on him. You feel like there, there will be more? As opposed to being Mr. Irrelevant, which is why I, I personally feel he's not getting the credit or he's being under a microscope because he is Mr. Irrelevant and he's not supposed to be in the position he's currently in. And I think a lot of people, and that's a good question. Um, thanks for the question and the call. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people go to that. And I just want to tell you that any opinion I have on Brock Purdy past, present or future has nothing to do with his draft position. I don't care. Shep? I just have a very quick question for you. I know our lines are full, but I I really want to ask you this, and please answer honestly, Bart. I know you're honest with our audience and myself. How much of this is honestly due? And I I don't mean a— Probably 85%. Okay, fair enough, because I don't mean to rub salt on the wound. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not. 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 It's it's not. It's not because of what he did to your team? All right. (laughs) Okay. It's not. Just because the hate is off the charts right now. I don't don't think this is this. I'm telling you, I said this last night. I'll say it again. I will say it again. I'll say it again. Right. Brock Purdy, I was being told, was an excellent quarterback. And so I like I watched him. And then I was like, I don't know that he's that good. And 
then I like wouldn't play him in fantasy and he kept having like four touchdowns. I'm like, man, this guy must be pretty good. So then I watched him and he's like, oh, you know, he's making some really good throws. And then I watched that game Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought, I mean, I can't, I can't, I, even if I want to deny it, I can't deny it. This quarterback is really good. <laughs> this is a really good quarterback. That, that guy that I watched that Sunday night that is not who I've watched the last two games. The last two games, the quarterback that I have watched has been a very inaccurate passer, has been a poor decision maker as a thrower of the football, but has bailed out because he's got either miraculous catches or there has been good throws at the yeah, five or six at the right place, right time, and he's made some incredible plays with his legs. He is not who I thought he was. The, the, I thought I, he was. He's, he's not. Compl- he's completed two thirds of his passes in the playoffs, Bart. Like that's not an inaccurate quarterback. But, like, but com- the, the, but you the, you are you are counting the Brandon Ayuk catch. You are <sighs> counting the Jawan Jennings catch. You're counting these other he's little dinky seven, passes he's that he's just passes. throwing. The, you're counting the three yard passes, the Debo that he goes for eighteen yards. I just think mm-hmm. the that the whole thing with Brock Purdy yep. is not about the draft position. It is about the team he is on, and I. I I I know in my heart of hearts that Brock Purdy put into a situation on a team that is not like this sucks. He would not be this. And you can say, well, you can't say that. That's not fair. I'm just telling you that that's true. Bart. And so I I don't even I don't even have the plan to come in here and try to be all anti Purdy. But what's happening now is what, what's going to happen now is I stupidly I'm going to have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl because if Brock <laughs> Purdy wins, I'm going to look like an idiot. Well, Bart, I've could- made Brock Purdy my. LeBron James as Skip Bayless. No, you're, you're in you're, a month. You're much more talented than Skip Bayless. I'm not just saying that. Skip Skip just does one take, and that's about it. That's why he's known for that. But in all seriousness, they couldn't win with a number third overall pick in Trey Lance. But he the, was no the, good. The guy, well, the guy that is is relatively good, who Bill Belichick wanted to play instead of Tom Brady, they couldn't win with him. And they were going, Bart, in a direction last year, as recently as last year, to about a 6-7 seed in the playoffs. And then Brock Purdy takes over, and they don't lose. Very quickly, Bart, top of your head. Any quarterback, and I know what you're going to say, but you know you're off on this. Any quarterback, I know you're going to say C.J. Stroud. In year one or year two, do you trust more right now in the NFL than Brock Purdy? This is the this is the crux of the problem, is that, I watched a certain I wa I know what I watched. I know what I've watched. I have I have watched a guy who is not as good as America is saying he is, but all you guys care about is that he wins, and I have to I have to acquiesce to that because what 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 do I what what can I possibly say to counter that? Nothing. So we have to keep masquerading that this guy's elite <laughs> because he scrambles a few times. Like, can we just admit he's a quarterback that knows how to win that's above average and not better than that? Why is everybody... I, I'm. I, that's where I'm trying to be. Oh, you guys want me to be more. I'm right. CBS, what's are you? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.